Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. You can join our free Facebook group. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. Before we get started with today's show for tips to get through the anxiety of change, I want to give a big shout out to Jenna and Matt. Thank you both so much for becoming patrons on our Patreon campaign. We appreciate your donations, and I hope that you feel good that you are supporting the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. If anyone else is interested in becoming a patron and supporting our show, you can go to anxietycoachespodcast.com, click the Patreon button, It'll take you to our campaign, and all the information you need is there. You can also see or listen to a couple of other interviews I have there. They're not podcasts. They are interviews that I have done by being on other shows. So if you want to listen to those, head on over to the Patreon page. And we appreciate everyone who takes the time to go on over and check it out. Jenna and Matt, Thank you so much for supporting the show. You are absolutely super members of the tribe, and we appreciate you. And now for today's show, four tips to get through the anxiety of change. We all experience change. Some change is big, some is small, some is positive, some is negative. It can be a surprise. We could see it coming. Change something we all encounter, and not once or twice, but over and over again in our life. So I wanted to take this time to see if we can't have a little bit of a perspective change and begin to look at change as an opportunity to use our tools of present living and to remain strong. Let's start with number one, accept. Acceptance. We talk about acceptance a lot because it's important. So we want to be able to, in this instance, accept where life has put us right now. That means we have to have a little bit of self-compassion because we may not have chosen uh, what's happening to us right now. It may not have been something that we were trying to change, but it may have been a surprise, something unexpected. So we have to still accept what is, right? It is our denial of what is that gets us into trouble, that sends us into the wormhole. We just start sliding down because we dig our heels in. We don't want what's happening. We're angry. We can feel those feelings and still accept them. Do you see where I'm going with this? Acceptance is 
about seeing what is, and that includes your feelings. It includes your not liking what is happening. We don't have to like what is happening in order for us to accept it. But we want to see clearly what is going on. We don't want to stick our heads in the sand. So accept what is happening. Don't deny it. Don't try to push it away and ignore it because then it just, it doesn't go away. It just comes out in other ways. So feel the feelings that you're having about it, but accept them and accept the circumstance. Accept that you will be able to do this. The second tip is to let go. And letting go may mean actual grieving. It may mean feeling the feelings, again, the fear, the anxiety, the uh, sadness, and feeling the anxiety in our body, like the symptoms, is a signal, a signal we need to pay attention to because this is our emotions talking to us. This is our time to process what is going on and not push it away and deny it, but to be with what is being felt. Our body is like, um, it's like a, it's like a tuning fork. It's that it's doing exactly what the mind is doing, but it's really something it's vibrating the same, but it's letting us know in a different way. It's not just thoughts, it's actual physical symptoms or feelings. So we want to pay attention to them. Don't push them aside and run into denial, but pay attention and feel it all. Acknowledge it. And then you can begin to let it go because you give yourself some space. We spend a lot of energy by trying to deny things, trying to run away from things. And then we can't let them go because we're, you know, we're on the run and they're right there with us. So turn around and be with it. Take those feelings, take the circumstance that's happening, the change that has come up and actually be with it. We can not want what's happening, but to be in magical thinking of just wishing it were different, it take that robs all our energy. It takes away the resources that we have to deal with what's happening, to be strong, to be kind to ourselves. No, tell ourselves that we can get through this. That's what we need our energy for, not for pushing it away and keeping it down. Trying to push a beach ball under the water takes a lot of energy. Just let it go. Let it pop up. Be with it. Let it be there. Then it can go on its way. The third tip is to remember your support system. Now, this is a big one because this is where we need help. This is our willingness to ask for help. Change may require us to look for a, some support, for a support system, a safety net. And so we can remember what our support system is, not just think that we don't have one just because it's not on the top of our mind. Our support system is available and it may be Let's unpack this a little bit here because I get email from people that say they don't have anyone to talk to or they don't have anyone to help them. No one understands them. And when you have anxiety, maybe a lot of people don't understand. And when you're going through big changes, 
and your anxiety is kicked up, people may not understand your reactions or your challenges. So you may need to look beyond your usual support system. So let's let's unpack it a little bit by starting with family and friends. That would be the first place that we would look. And maybe those people can be supportive for you in this particular instance, and maybe they can't. Often people around us can support us in some ways and not in others. So don't be afraid to look beyond your your complete inner circle and expand a little bit. It may be someone who is not in your daily life. It may be someone that is you're not in constant contact with, but that does know you, that does know your history and does know love and trust you and that they can be there for you. So you may need to reach out a little bit and that can be hard to do, but no one knows what we are going through or what we need unless we ask them. So when we move a little bit beyond family and friends, we can also start to look at professionals. We don't want to forget the professionals in our life because they may be the people that in certain circumstances are the ones that can support us and point us in the right direction for extra help. So look toward your physician, your therapist, your coach, your clergy, any groups that you belong to. If you have a mentor, if you're in college, you want to look to the counselors and the therapists that are available to you there, please let them know that you need help. No one knows unless we ask. And so this is where we need to remember that we do have support, but maybe we haven't opened up to it yet. That's our external support system. And now I want to talk a little bit about our own internal support system, which I look at as our hope and our faith our ability to know deep inside ourselves that we are okay, things are okay, and everything will change yet again. So we want to know that this hope and this faith are keystones in getting through changes. How do we nourish that? How do we know we have that? We don't want to wait, actually, until something is really bogging us down. You know, sometimes we are alone. We don't have somebody we can reach out to right in the moment. And so how do we pull up that hope and faith in the moment? Well, we do it by nurturing it regularly, just like we talk about nurturing ourselves and our mind and our mindfulness by going into meditation. Being in meditation or prayer time are very helpful for hope and faith to take root and to actually flower because we need to settle in. We need to turn off the external world and go within in order to be able to access hope and to access faith. And so I believe that prayer time and um, meditation time are extremely helpful in bringing up and nurturing our hope and faith. You can also do things such as inspirational reading. It's a marvelous way to take in some new ideas and see how they fit inside of you. See how they can touch your heart. This is um, something I've been doing for a long time. I've been collecting inspirational quotes and 
that is a great way for you. If you would see something that touches you, maybe you would write it down in a journal, or maybe you would copy and paste it into a document for your computer so that you can look back on these things and maybe take one into your meditation with you, a quote or a passage of inspirational reading. Take it into your meditation or prayer time and sit with it. It really can begin to open up our hearts beyond the difficulty that we might be going through change can bring difficulty. Now, we also want to mention that change is not always um, negative. I mean, lots of positive changes, uh, excitement, things that are, we've been wanting and working toward, but they can also kick up our unconscious feelings. They can trigger unconscious things. So even if you are reaching a goal, something you're very excited about, but it's bringing about change with it. Don't be hard on yourself if you have moments of uncertainty or despair, like, why am I feeling like this? I've been working so hard to get this. Because things may be triggered underneath. The unconscious may be triggered. And just be aware of it. And when you have those feelings, be aware of them. Spend some time with them, meaning let them be there. Don't try to push them away or ignore them or be in denial of feeling off, even though it was something you were looking forward to. Let it be there. Let it say its say or let it let it have its feeling time with you. And then you can go back to step two and let it go. Let's move on to number four here with our four tips to get through anxiety of change. Number four is to feel the new doors opening. Oftentimes we can feel change as doors in life closing to us. This is something has been taken away from us. Oftentimes when people are having a challenge with change, it's because of a loss and there may be grief involved and doors closing, things that aren't available to them anymore. And we want to take some time to remember and feel into the possibility of new doors opening. This is how life is. We may be forgetting that when one door closes, eventually other doors open. It may not be right away. So you may need to pull up your patience and be kind to yourself as you're, as you're struggling, as you're looking, maybe realizing, oh, I'm really ready to move on. And I feel so uncomfortable with this change. Why aren't things, new doors opening faster? Just remember, it's okay to feel that way. We all want to feel good. We all want to be safe and happy. And we can get there and help ourselves get there by being open to what's around us and what the possibilities might be of new doors opening. And new doors opening begin to make themselves known to us as we trust, as we stay open. And we can't forget to keep looking for them. Um, when, when we're in a little bit of darkness, we may not see it right away. But remind yourself, oh, the sun does come up every morning. The clouds in the sky do pass. 
They don't stay there forever. My panic attacks come and they go. My anxiety, it can ride the wave of it. And then I can notice times when I'm not anxious. So we want to be open to the change and open to the goodness that is still coming for us. Be prepared to embrace the new. Be ready for it. Be willing to know that even though the moment now may be dark, the change that is happening for you may not have been wanted. And it may be difficult at this moment. Know that new doors do open. And that these new doors that are opening for you may be more and better than you ever even imagined. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. You can set up a free 15-minute call with me to see if this is the right direction for you at this time, and if I am the right person to work with you. We can sort these things out. So feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you, get that appointment set up for the free 15-minute call, and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. You can clear this anxiety panic now. I look forward to hearing from you. And now for today's quote. It's not stress that kills us. It's our reaction to it. And that's from Hans Selye. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.